Alright everybody, welcome to another episode of Movie Talks and Chill. We are your hosts, I'm Tony Serrato. Hi, I'm Gavin Butts. I'm Patrick Wall. And in this episode, for the season, we are going to be talking Christmas movies. It's about time. <laughs> Santa's coming to We're town. waiting six months for this goddamn topic. <laughs> Tis the season. <laughs> Alright, so this is going to be... This is almost going to be a hard one because there is so much to talk about, I think. Um, oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, greats to classics to funny to serious to almost to just straight jerking. up dark. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it runs the spectrum. So as much as Christmas is a wonderful holiday, it can make a lot of different emotions happen. So If any one of you mentions Krampus, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> but he's Santa's evil brother. Uh, it doesn't matter. He'll Damn beat that. you with a stick if you talk like that. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Punch you right in the Krampus. Don't send me a yeah, don't send me a dark jingle bell. Yeah. <laughs> don't be naughty. That's all you have to do. <laughs> Alright, so uh, as we usually do in, in normal fashion, uh favorites. What do we got? The Christmas story. My favorite. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm, I'm TBS airs the twenty four hours of a Christmas story every year. Oh yes, they every do. year. Um I watch it two or three times that day. It's my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Well, it's definitely a classic. I, that is a go-to. Like, if nobody knows a Christmas story, they shouldn't be alive. You know? uh, yeah. Did you know the kid, the Ralph from that movie, is he's in Elf, uh, Elf he's yep. and he's in Iron Man. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the guy Jeff Bridges yells at. Right. He's <laughs> like, I'm not Tony Stark. Well, no shit. <laughs> All I'm asking you to do is make it smaller. <laughs> and so, hence, he's also in Spider-Man. Yep. 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 And we brought him back to the MCU and again. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> So I am going to date myself, and I know you'll love this one, Patrick. I saw that movie in the theater Holy when it shit. came out. Yes. Yes. You're welcome. 1951. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the year was 1951. The 15-odd one. <laughs> Popcorn only cost a nickel. <laughs> As opposed to the $18 it costs now. Don't get me started. <laughs> so we got a Christmas story. <clears throat> Mr. Gavin, what do you got? Uh, the one thing that uh, I'd always have to watch with my dad every single year, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, man. Another what, classic. What uh, a great classic. I mean, it, it spawned, uh, you know, when I when I eventually get a house, I'm, I'm going to have, I'm going to find somewhere. I'm going to get a mannequin as cheap as I possibly can. I'm going to get a bathrobe, cut it off halfway. <laughs> and then we'll get like a, a, go to Lowe's and get one of those tubes that you have for RVs for... <laughs> For your oh, toilet okay, and just run it into the sewer. That's going to be my Christmas decoration. That's it. No lights on the house. That's going to be it. Morning. Shooter's full. Yeah. Did you check our shitters, honey? Well, you could do like the box art. You could just have one little rum, a rope of light going to the left hand and one rope going to the right hand and just have him light up like he's being electrocuted. Well, I also saw one um, on the uh, on the Facebooks. Um, it was, and it said my neighbor called the cops because he thought someone was in danger. Someone hung a mannequin off of the roof, like on their gutter. There was a ladder halfway down, and then two strings of lights going down the side of it. <laughs> so he's just hanging by the roof. Oh <laughs> uh, man, you should have the you should have a, a sign or, or like a voice thing on the mannequin and be like, "Oh, the house sure does look beautiful, yeah. Mark. <laughs> I hope you didn't do this all on our account. <laughs> I'll get attached to that RV because we're taking it with us when we leave here next month." Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, Christmas Vacation. That is the gift that keeps giving the whole year. Yes, it is. (laughs) And that's one of the other ones. uh, You know, I'd like to say Christmas Story, I 
I hold just for Christmas. Mm. But I'll tell you what, if every once in a while I've actually put on Christmas Vacation, mm. not in the season. I don't know why. Well, I, I mean, I will say. listen to Christmas music all year round. So I don't mind watching a Christmas story in the middle of July. It's just TBS doesn't have it on for 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do a sensory overload with yeah. it on Christmas, and yeah. it's like, all right, I think. Watch this movie, watch this movie. Here. <laughs> it's like that's the equivalent of you watching it twice every month until next year. <laughs> Touche. <clears throat> oh, man. So Christmas vacation, Christmas story. There are so many really, really good ones for so many really, really different reasons, but one of my goats, I was just having a conversation with some other friends of mine, too, about this. Um, I have a list, but one of my number ones that I always put on is Scrooged. Oh, yes. Bill Murray. Bill Murray? Yes. The, one of, in my opinion, one of the best versions of the Christmas Carol or Scrooge. I mean, it's good. I agree. But the, one, the Christmas Carol with Patrick Stewart kind of beats it for me. What? Like the original Christmas Carol with Patrick Stewart? Yeah, but you're talking apples and oranges. I mean, one's like meant to be strictly comedy and one's meant to be following the actual story. True. So if we're going by the actual original story, I do have one as well then of mm. that. And it's a different version of it. came out in the late 70s. Has the Muppets one? Nope. has Henry Winkler in it. Oh, and it's yeah. called An American Christmas Carol. So they basically did an American version of it, or Americanized, mm. so instead of being over in London, mm. everything's about America, and it's in... Guns and McDonald's? <laughs> no, no, not <laughs> No, it's a little bit later on than that, but it goes into the re- the time of revolution when uh, mass production, right before it came out, so he the plays... The Industrial Revolution? Yes, that oh, would okay. be the one. <laughs> but they basically come out with the idea of, like, when credit and stuff like that and making payments for loans and stuff was coming out to buy products, you know, like you renting, like anything like you, you, you buy a car, you know, mm-hmm. you make payment on it. So his character's name is Benjamin Slade. He's basically the Scrooge character and he runs this business where he sells these people furniture. He, it's, it's all furniture, but he mass produces it, sells it to them at a, at a cost. They put a down payment down. So he comes up with the whole idea of putting a down payment and then making monthly payments and then if they can't pay it he repos it so it's like he goes back to people and takes back their radio or their chair or their you know little uh little kettle oven thing you know hmm. and uh and of course obviously it follows the rest of the story where it goes to you know past present and future come to him but it's a really cool version of it hmm. I, I like it but again it was in the 70s so it's, it's an older movie um but if you haven't seen it it's worth a watch Hmm. Uh, so if I had like a, because it is more of a series, it's yeah. it, it is right in that aspect. So if I had a favorite on that end, I would say American Christmas Carol. Uh, it's the one with Patrick Stewart for me. Don't look. Oh, I yeah. already said my piece. Oh, right. I know. <laughs> there ain't no debate in this one now. <laughs> and you, Patrick, you didn't like the Muppet one. Oh, I love the Muppet. <laughs> okay, okay, but I mean Patrick Stewart trumps most things. <laughs> I mean uh, until he, unless he looks over to his left and says, "Okay, number one." <laughs> <laughs> Make it so. Make, I was going to say. <laughs> make it so. <laughs> Got to make sure they pay us this week. Make it so. <laughs> Walt speed. Oh, damn it. <laughs> uh, so we got our we got our favorites out of the way. Um, let's step back for a second. When we're talking about Christmas, let's go past to past to present. Okay. And let's start out with like classics. Like when you when you think of the word classic Christmas movie. Obviously, I think Christmas Story would be considered a classic yeah. Christmas movie. But um, I mean, when you say classic, I also think of It's a Wonderful Life. That's where I'm going yeah. with this. Yeah. So, that's that's my mom's favorite movie. Yeah, she, that's a good one. She has to watch it every year. 
And there's some people that are like, they hate that movie. And I'm like, how can you hate that? It's George I, I don't Bailey. know why, yeah. how people yeah. can just go through life hating like that. Yeah, That's right. Just, why would you hate such a great movie? You hate <laughs> something that brings joy. Yeah. Hmm. You're the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you see a little kitten and you, I hate that thing. Like, why, who does, what? I'm confused. <laughs> I'm, I'm That's not delightful. Here. That's what that is. <laughs> Kitten, I don't hate what you are. I hate what you will be. <laughs> Something I have to feed a lot. <laughs> Why can't you poop outside? Damn you, cat. <laughs> Carter, if you could hear me, I love you, baby. <laughs> it's my we don't, cat. We don't hate anyone. you. We don't hate you, Carter. <clears throat> but yeah, that is definitely a classic. I mean, how can you not love Merry Christmas, Bedford Falls? <laughs> Merry Christmas, you beautiful old savings and loans. Clarence, Clarence, I, I heard it. The bells. He got his wings. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Just wait a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and actually, so I was talking to another friend of mine. We brought up the game. Uh, debate about Christmas movies, not Christmas movies. We'll get into that later. But we were talking about solid Christmas movies that you can't debate and we brought up It's a Wonderful Life and he brought up a great point and he said to me and I thought about it and I was like holy shit you're right he's like um, uh, who was the the evil guy the the one that was bankrupting him the the rich guy that took over the whole town uh, Potter Mr. Potter uh, yes. yeah, yeah. he said you know what at the end of the day he took all that money and you know it was what he actually did was illegal he's like he never faced any court charges for that or was charged for anything and we were talking about they should do like a sequel to that and do like the trials of Mr. Potter. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in 1934 the SEC didn't exist. So it was kind of just like the Wild West when it came to banking back then. <laughs> it, it actually did. Oh, it did? Okay. <laughs> they still have laws, man. They had laws. They had cops. No, actually. They had, um, actually, they had chi- child's working. In no, I knew what you were saying. I'm just saying, but they still had police in that town. I mean, you know, a law. Yeah, a because law. the flat foot outside really knows uh, white collar high. <laughs> the <from> flat foot. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Way to bring down It's a Wonderful Life right back. <laughs> this is now why people hate it now. <laughs> I put that damn Billy Club away. <laughs> so another classic that I think of when I think Christmas movie classics is uh, Miracle on 34th Street. I mean, you can't really beat that one. It's... I've only seen it once when I was a kid, but I still remember the one scene where she pulls on Santa's beard and goes, that's real. Why would you do that? Yep. <laughs> Tug on his whiskers. Yep. I even like the remake with the, uh, the guy... Um... Oh, man, I can't think of his, the actor's name. It was the John Hammond from Jurassic Park, and uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're and, talking about. And right? the little, little girl who also played Matilda, mm-hmm. um, she was the little I can girl in that these one. People, but I have no idea what their names are. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> if you're listening, we yeah. apologize. <laughs> and I think they switched it up a little bit on on that one, like Auden, because you know, in both of them, there's a court case of proven how uh, Santa Claus is, or, or you know, if this person really is Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um, they changed that up. Yeah. So one of them was um, they the lawyer hands the judge a one dollar bill, and it says on there, "In God We Trust," and do and something else on the federal government. He says, "You know this one dollar bill is not real. This is based off of the Federal Reserve System that we have. But we take this one dollar and good faith that when we give it to someone else, it is worth the one dollar." <laughs> So, okay, best argument in the freaking world. Yeah. And then the other one was um, was the U.S. Postal Service. Yeah. And so we had, like, the local postal master, and it was like, in your experience, has the Postal Service ever made, you know, uh, 
uh, mass, you know, uh, mistake on, you know, delivering such, you know, such a large order, blah, blah, blah. So they bring in just the buckets and buckets of yeah, mail. Like they did the him. original ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> they just dumped them all out and they're like, all these people went, you know, through the U.S. Postal Service. The U.S. Postal Service, if I remember the original, he yep. said, you know, is entrusting that this man is Santa. So if the United States Postal Service believes that this man is Santa Claus's address, you know, how can we argue that? It, it, it's something along the lines of that speech. Yeah. And, uh, no, that's a good one. I will say, though, because they did, like, a, a colorized version of the original one. Yeah. Don't mm. watch that. It's, yeah. it's horrible. It's it like takes... certain things need to stay black and white. Yep. It's like they did a colorized version of It's a Wonderful Life. Yep. And it destroyed it. I've never seen Same it. movie. Don't do they it. Just, they just put Technicolor on it. That's it. Oh. It's, it's They basically just colorized the original movie. Don't watch it. If you haven't seen it, please don't. Okay. I won't. Um, because it just, it takes away from the... From the charm and the ambiance of it, I mm. think. I agree. Um, so, what else do you think of thinking of classics? It doesn't necessarily have to be like a classic in terms of old, old. It could just be classic in terms of, hey, this this is a movie that I automatically would know. Um, uh, well, I would say, for me, one of the ones I always want to watch is Jingle All the Way. Mm-hmm. Okay. With Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the, the two of them going at it through the whole movie is freaking awesome <laughs> and i mean it's it also you know has a deeper message in it you know like the commercialization of of you know the you that the u.s uses at christmas time like they do the supply and demand to make something completely you know arbitrary exactly <clears throat> and and so they'll They'll put a bunch of it out really quick, and then they'll say, oh, no, we don't have it anymore, and then drive the price of it up, yep. like rent. <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> not better about that. <clears throat> Damn market. But uh, one, <laughs> one of the favorite scenes is like uh, they're trying to go get a Turbo Man doll at the radio station, and they can't call in. So they start running down the street. And and Arnold's just running down there. That's the and he's just chanting the whole way there. And Sinbad is trying to catch up to him, and you just see him throwing the mail out of his out of his satchel. He tries to hit him with a pack. Yeah, tries to hit him with a package. That's hilarious. I'm here. I'm here. I know the answer. <laughs> well, it, I think for me, when I when I was think it's now it's almost old enough. It could be considered a classic. Is uh, that everybody knows Home Alone? I was just going to yeah. bring that up. Yeah. 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 I mean, really, those are like Merry Christmas, movies. you filthy animal, <laughs> and a Happy New Year. <laughs> What's fun is I, I looked up what movie that was from, and they made it up for that movie. But they based it off of like a movie from the 30s, which I did watch, called Angels with Dirty Faces. Okay. Nothing to do with Christmas. Wildly disappointed. But I still watched it. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the original, uh, or in the first Home Alone, it has, um, the, the movie says Angels with Dirty Faces when he puts it in the VCR. Oh, really? And... Well, that, that scene that is scene's not, not in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they did they did do a callback to that movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some other ones too. Um, what, what what else you got, Patrick? You have think well, of any others? Classic for me, yeah. like every yeah. year. That you know, this is a Christmas movie. Die Hard. Okay, it's 100 percent a classic. Yes, which has been up to much debate over time. People can debate it all they want. Yep. We're, 
definitively saying right here, right now. There are it, people who believe Die Hard is a Christmas movie and people that are wrong. It's yeah. simple. It's very simple. <laughs> I mean, you get the argument of, uh, no, it's on Christmas. It's not about Christmas. It's about a heist. You okay. To, you need to cut those people out of your life because you don't need that kind of negativity. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you know, like we were saying <laughs> earlier, I guess, you know, um, Caddyshack was, you know, just about a gopher going around a golf course. Yes. Well, had was. nothing to do about the sport of golf. No. But they only played golf rounds there. It wasn't about yeah. golf. It was basically just a 90 minute Rodney Dangerfield stand up <laughs> yeah. where they yeah. played golf. I'll tell you, I get no respect. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, it is not only is it about Christmas, there's mm-hmm. Christmas trees, mm-hmm. there's presents. Mm-hmm. It's at a there's, Christmas party. Christmas mm-hmm. music. Which is the whole reason for the heist, because all the executives are there. Yes. <laughs> so, suck it, people. <laughs> Nakamura, right? Was it Nakamura? Uh, um, Nakatomi. Nakatomi. Yeah, Nakatomi Tower. Nakatomi. Well, there's... So, speaking of that, of, like, similar things where they're... I consider them Christmas movies. There's a great one with Dennis Leary called The Ref. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I know the name. I don't think I've seen the movie. Dennis Leary, Kevin Spacey's in it. Um, there's a few other people that you would know in there. There's those those actors and actresses I've said before that are like in everything, but you never know yeah. the name. Uh, but he's like a burglar, and he's robbing his house, and he has a partner, but his partner left him, and he ends up getting stuck. He's trying to get out of town, and now the cops are looking for him because the house he burglarized had an alarm system, so he's got to get the hell out of there, and he ends up hiding in this car of this couple and they're ar- who argue all the time they're having major marital problems and they, <laughs> and it's Kevin Spacey and his wife oh. and so he's got to hide out so he basically kidnaps Judy them Davis. Judy Davis yeah. and he basically kidnaps them but he ends up regretting it because all they do like she had an affair at one time so he's never forgiven her they're both miserable they argue literally about everything and they're sitting in the car arguing he's like just get me back to your house we need to hide out and they're like sitting there arguing he's like and she's like, okay, well, we'll go. He's like, and Kevin Spacey's like, yeah, I bet you want to go back to have sex with him. And he's like, and they started a big argument. He's like, my God. He's like, he's like, God damn it. I kidnapped my parents. <laughs> but there's like a whole, and, and obviously throughout the movie, it becomes about them realizing their wrongs because neither one. And then, you know, reconciling and their son had some issues. He's away at military school, but he comes home for the holiday, but he's like blackmailing people at his school and stuff. And, you know. He ends up basically helping fix the family, and it's got a mother in it. You know, Kevin Spacey's mother who's like basically holding them over everything. Like they live in her house; they both uh, took a loan out so he could start a business. And she's one of those rich women, but holds those pennies very tight. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then the wife hates him. By He's pennies, you mean his, his balls? Yes, basically. <laughs> yep. And their dollar pennies and, and their monetary <laughs> pennies. But yeah, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, they end up befriending. You know Dennis Leary and then helping him out at the end, but it's a really really funny movie. But it's at Christmas time, and everyone's like, they've debated if that's a Christmas movie. I say it is. It's at Christmas. They're having a Christmas dinner. There's Christmas decorations. Hmm. It's Christmas Eve. It's a Christmas movie. <laughs> so that effect wouldn't that make Iron Man three a Christmas movie? That's what a lot of people have argued, including I mean, myself. I will die on that cross. Okay, I believe it's a Christmas movie. Uh, I mean, you know. I'm he just, says Merry Christmas at the end while well, everything's blowing up, so... Spoiler alert! Well, the, <laughs> the fact that I'll never argue anything that, about Robert Downey is, uh, you know, I'll just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Especially if he's Tony Stark and wearing that suit. I'll be like, alright, you know what? <laughs> it's Christmas time, buddy! <laughs> so there's a lot of movies out there like that. Um, 
there was a one that came out in 2015. I, I just recently watched it again. Um, a comedy. It's got Seth Rogen, uh, Jordan Lovin Hewitt. Uh, from Joseph Gordon Levitt. Jordan, there you go. Oh yeah, and and then uh, what's his name? Anthony Mack. Yeah, from uh, oh the, yeah. um the the night before. The night before. Yeah, the yeah. night before. Yes. Yeah, so had the Falcon in it, theaters. you know, <laughs> the yes. Falcon in it, and then Seth Rogen and the kid from Third Rock from the Sun. But I was like, I forgot how freaking funny this movie was. <laughs> well, that was because you know they're supposed to be relieve, reliving that that night from their youth, and yep. he's like, <laughs> Anthony Maggie gets in there, he's like, "Why well, I gotta wear black Santa?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I just think of when like Seth Rogen's wife is like, "Here, go do drugs," and like, "Is this cocaine? I haven't done cocaine in years." Yeah. <laughs> and then like she, the wife's like, "I don't think anyone does it anymore," but here you go. Yeah. And then they go to the bar, and he does the cocaine, and then like his nose starts bleeding, and it drips into oh, yeah, the yeah. drink. And um, it's the girl from the office. I can't remember her yeah, name. Yeah. And she's like, Is that cocaine blood? Like, what did you put in my drink? It's like, yeah. And like, he's high on cocaine. He's like, Yeah, it's cocaine blood. Let's do this. Because <laughs> yeah. well, he also took like, like either acid or ecstasy or something. Well, there was like that's a why... box of drugs. Yeah, she that, gave but that's him. why. Yeah, so like, it was, it was just like a little bit of cocaine, but it was like eight pills of yeah. eight. She's like, She doesn't know. She doesn't do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> he has like a giant mushroom in there. <laughs> yeah, he's starting to like freak out and hallucinate. That's yeah. why he does the coke. He's like, I need to straighten up. But then he right. Right, on yeah. his phone and he's making that message to himself because his wife's pregnant and he's like uh, I'm gonna fuck up this baby we shouldn't have this baby we, we should have this baby uh, we should get the baby we should throw it away yeah, fuck yeah. you baby fuck yeah, you fuck baby, you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna fuck it up we gotta get rid of this motherfucker <laughs> he gets to the church that they're all going to like she was trying to make him avoid and he's out there talking to uh, one of the one of the wise men <laughs> you, you just so get me yeah. honey what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just having a conversation over here. <laughs> and you can like hear the voice of, the, of him actually talk. Maybe it was Joseph. I don't remember. <laughs> it it might have been him. But it's, I mean, there's, there, I forgot. Like, I just recently watched it the other day. Mm-hmm. And I forgot how much. It's one of those movies where you just turn off the mind. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, not a, a whole lot of deep thinking. No, it it's literally a no-brainer. It's yeah. like watching a hangover or something. Yeah. You know? It's like Or shoot 'em up. Shoot 'em up, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I I watched those. Um uh, what other one recently did I watch again that I haven't seen in a bit? Um I, I just went through like a, a a marathon the other day and I think like I went through Scrooge, you know, Christmas yeah. Vacation. I went Well, um, um I'm gearing up for um to watch like the Christmas Chronicles on Netflix, which okay. Is a surprise hit for me. I was really surprised about that movie with um, Kurt Russell. Uh, he plays Santa, but you know he gets thrown in jail and he has to make the the song and dance and mm-hmm. he has to make the kids believe in Christmas again. I thought it was just an adorably cute movie. Was it but, goddamn delightful? You damn well know it. <laughs> uh, but the second one to watch, kind of shitty. But okay. the first Christmas Chronicles, I will. It's really good. I like it. So if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. I suggest you go watch it. Okay. Well, another one um, I'd say, too. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, um, it, there's another movie on Netflix that you haven't seen. It kind of it was like a, a fart in the wind. Nobody heard about it, and it was kind of, there was no press release, but it's Klaus on um, Netflix. Don't make me I cry. It. I love that movie. <laughs> that movie is adorable. <laughs> yeah. I, I went home two years ago and, and uh, for Christmas and made uh, my mom and stepdad watch it. When we were, when we were there, like, searching, searching through stuff, I was like, you guys have to see this. And like, I turn it on and it's, you know, it's a cartoon. <clears throat> well, kind of cartoon, like more like. It's definitely, it's animated. Yeah. It, it's more like a cell shading though, yeah. than, than like an actual, you know, drawn cartoon. But they start watching it and they're 30 minutes in and they're like, what the fuck are <laughs> we watching? And it's, 
it is a weird, also awesome take on like an origin story for Santa. Yeah, okay, it's really beautiful. Good. It got nominated for an Academy Award. It Wasn't did. That good. Um, yeah, so I'm going to watch Christmas Chronicles Claus, A Christmas Story. I'll probably watch um, A Wonderful Life and A Miracle on 34th Street. Okay. So um, so in Klaus, you start with the guy. Some the, the, the Yeah, the lead character is um, like the most important job in the whole world is the Postmaster General. Mm-hmm. And his father is the Postmaster General. So he's been living a life of privilege through his whole life. And in this land... Where he's at, they have like these, you know, um, specific spots where postmasters get set up outside. So he's like out there doing, he's like, you start out in the yard doing training. It's like they try to make it like military training. Okay. Get this package here as fast as you can. It's for mailman though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's military training for mailman. (laughs) And he's got a butler who he basically puts through the training so he doesn't have to do it. So his father is trying to teach him a lesson. So he sends him to this town where and BFE yeah no one this is not not even on the map like cartographers have not found this place yet okay yeah (laughs) so he's supposed to go there and set up a profitable or not profitable but an actual legitimate uh post station and the big thing about this town is that there there are two warring clans that started a war like with each other centuries ago I think Hickfields and McCoys yes yes okay <clears throat> Hatfields versus McCoys nobody wants it to change okay so where he gets it to change is this one little kid <clears throat> or, or alright so sorry skip the beat cut to Klaus he's the only person on the island that he hasn't talked to so he ends up going out there and getting scared and like delivers this letter uh, that a kid had wrote <clears throat> and that he wanted a toy like his toy had broke and he was real sad about it. He didn't write like put it in the mail and send it to anybody. He just the postman had it on him. Okay. Like it, the wind carried it to him. Ooh. Yeah. So Ooh. at that point, <laughs> Klaus grabs the guy. He says, You gotta deliver this toy to the kid for me. And so he like throws him over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> the Klaus is like seven foot yeah. three hundred pounds. He's a big dude. Klaus is not like the fat guy. No, he's the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. He's- that knows carpentry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the 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 way it starts out is he's uh, the the postman wants to get his letters. So he has a certain amount of letters that he has to do for you know for him to leave that town or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he says um, he develops the um, was it naughty kids get coal. Lumps of coal instead of toys. Because they're all picking on him. He's exactly. Like, You're not getting the toy. Here, you get a coal. Uh-huh. He <laughs> says, take this. <laughs> <laughs> so it starts up with that. And then, you know, all of a sudden the townsfolk start, you know, engaging each other and not just completely hating them. Okay. Like at the start, there's like these kids and they're cutting a, cutting a board on a house and like this dude's in the bathtub, and all of a sudden you see the house flop down, and the dude comes out of the house on the house out on the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> and then now they're fixing everything, and they're having town uh, town wide. And the only people that hate it are the elders that don't want anything to change. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I have not seen that. It's actually, a really good movie. Okay. Well, I you probably should have said spoiler alert on where you went before you went. Spoilers. That <laughs> for the for the listeners. Oh, I left out the good part. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh no, it's good. I think though we 
we missed out on, on one big key factor about Christmas movies. The music. Not just, the, no, not the music, but when we talked about classics and things that you must see, the all the old Burl Ives, Claymation, Stop Animation, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, oh, Frosty yeah. the Snowman, yep. Year Without a Santa Claus. The first Fro- 20 minutes of Elf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but those are like, I mean, you gotta watch those. If yeah. they're on, I don't care how old you get. They're just there. Oh, yeah, they're ingrained in my brain. Oh, yeah. The, the they live f- there rent-free. The <laughs> very first animated Frosty the Snowman yep. that was like 30 minutes. Yep. <laughs> and then you had like Rudolph's Shiny New Year. And then, yep. I mean, there's a lot of them, too, out there. Uh, there's uh, well, another one that I consider now a classic, too, even though it's not old, old, is the Santa Claus. Yeah. Tim oh, yeah. My dad took me to see that in the theaters. Yep. That, that's yep. Becky's favorite movie is the Santa Claus. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, Can't hate on her for that. Well, there's a funny thing. I don't know if you guys ever watched, uh, he did the show later on, not not Home Improvement, but when Tim Allen did that one called Last Man Standing. Mm-hmm. Oh, when it was on Netflix, that. I watched like all four seasons. It's actually really funny. It's it's hilarious, but you know, they always do puns about other stuff, like about mm. his other shows or life, and there's a Christmas episode one, and they're like, we need someone to be Santa, and he's like, you know, his name's Mike Baxter in the show, and he's like, Mike, why don't you be Santa? He's like, me? As, as a Santa, in a Santa suit? He's like, that wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> So he always makes like callbacks to his past, <coughs> his past works, but they called back to Home Improvement a lot on that show. Oh yeah, <laughs> well they had like half the cast in it. Yeah, I mean almost Jonathan everybody. Jonathan Taylor Thomas was on there. Yeah. The, the the guy wife. That played, the guy that played Al. Yeah, the wife. I mean all of them basically in there. I know we're talking about a television show, but I love it when the guy who played Al is in there. He's like, say um say hi to your three sons for me, like, daughters. Like oh I don't know why I'm remembering three sons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they had the one episode, too, where they first introduced him. He was the owner of that restaurant that his one daughter was working for, that Jonathan mm. Taylor Thomas. <clears throat> and he walks in, he's meeting him, he's like, oh, really? And he's basically impressed with him. He's like, somebody raised them, raised you right. <laughs> so your parents raised you right. Uh, but no, I, I will say, though, the only the first and the second Santa Claus I mm. thought were great. The third yeah. one I wasn't as happy with. Right, yeah. Even though it had Martin Short in it, which should have made it phenomenal. Mm. I didn't like Robot Santa. Yeah. It freaked me out. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> He's but, got a plastic tushy. It's <laughs> <laughs> a grass butt. Well, in the second one, I think I think I like the second one almost a little bit more than the first, even though the first is the best one because it started off. Yeah. Um, but the second one, I love. I like the, the play on words with the clause. Like, it's a contract. So yeah. this is the Mrs. Clause. So you have... Three days to go find a wife. Right. <laughs> well, it's great when he finds her and he's at the school and they're having the faculty party. Yeah, and then he uses like the rest of his magic to yeah. bring out all the gifts. Like, and then the one guy's like, the, the one teacher's like, toss across. <laughs> like one guy's got the rock up socket and it's all the older people just playing with the toys. Right. Yep. You, know? <clears throat> you got the the uh, lady with the easy bake oven. Yep. yep. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man, but those are those are good. But yeah, the third one. I mean, I'll I'll watch it. Say I watched it, but yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's got some decent parts in it, but again, I, I wasn't my favorite. It's like watching Godfather 3. Yeah, I could do it. <laughs> that is a movie. That is a movie. It insists on itself. <laughs> That's the original Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> but That's why I, I still haven't watched it. Because yeah, Peter Griffin told me it insists upon it. It's insisting. It's, it's supposed insisting. to. <laughs> well, then you'd want to take over, like take off of uh, some of the other ones that are just they're funny, but they're more like adult humor ones. So you, like and, Bad Santa? Well, you got Bad Santa. That That is actually a good one. I'm thinking more along the lines of like, you know, your Vince Vaughn ones. So you have like your Fred Claus, oh, Fred your Four Claus. Christmases, uh, which Four Christmases is 
I haven't seen that. I, oh, that is killer. It really? is yes. funny as hell. So they're basically, they always go on vacation every Christmas, him and his fiance or they're married or i think no they're not married yet no they're like that's the thing is that like they're fighting marriage they don't want to get married they both agree because they're both like career people and they just basically go out and just have fun and they enjoy mm. the life of just having fun they, they live together they're together yeah. they're not going to cheat on each other or leave each other but they don't feel that they need to get married the, and so every, the funniest thing is like they're at the movie starts with them at a couple's dance <laughs> like and, and so there's two couple, two other couples there. One of them's with her fiance. The other two are already married, and then they're like, "Wait, you guys, you guys aren't even engaged." It's like, "No, oh no, no. We we like to have our we live our life to the fullest. We don't go to you know home. We don't want to we don't want to burden ourselves with that with, <laughs> with arbitrary things like marriage my wallet. and have- and basically talk. They like talk this other couple out of getting married. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick." One, two, three, four, five. I have six dollars that says I know exactly how that movie ends. Oh yeah? Do they get married? Uh no. They get engaged, I think. I think they get engaged, but they I don't get even engaged, know if they fully but... get engaged. I think they just have it, it's left with the assumption that they're agreeing to move right. forward like that. Because the end scene is <laughs> Spoilers. They have a kid. Oh yep. <laughs> <laughs> a year later. Yep. That's oh. the so the thing is, should have taken that bet, but six dollars would have been yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, so they got the whole point of the movie is basically so they yeah they avoid the family stuff. So they, instead of doing that, they go like on cruises and they go scuba diving or skydiving. They do all these adventurous things, and but they the year, tell them that they're like deworming orphans in Somalia or yeah, something, like, something working, like that. Yeah, like they're working for the Peace Corps or yeah. something. <laughs> and the one year they end up. That it's like snowed in or something, and yeah. it's like their flight gets canceled, and they told all their families, "Oh, sorry, you know, blah blah blah." And then, but they're on camera. The news asked them to interview them, and they're like stuck there now at so the airport. <laughs> now, they, now they have to go see the families. So both of their parents are divorced, so they have to go around to each family's yeah. house. So it's the four experiences, but it's just hilarious. Like he certainly ends up... back to Tim Allen. Isn't there a Tim Allen movie like that called Christmas at the Cranks or something like yes. that? Yes. So they're yep. supposed to go out of yep. town, but like their flights get canceled. So yeah. Now they, they decide have to, to skip... host Christmas. Yeah. They yep. decide to skip Christmas. I just watched that one the other day too. I've never seen it. It's just, I know the trailer. I know the plot from the trailers. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to bring that one up in a minute, but, but yeah, so it's, they end up with the, the houses, but like, each one is so uniquely different. Like oh, he goes God, to yes. his dad's house and he's got his two brothers there and finds out that it turned, she didn't realize he had a, a real name. He changed his name legally and mm-hmm. Vince Vaughn's character's real name is Orlando. And they're each named after, each kid is named after the town that they were conceived in. <laughs> and, but his two brothers are uh, John Favreau. And, and Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, and Billy Ray Cyrus. And they're, all, well, and they're both wrestlers. Wait, no, no, no. Um, no. Um, Blindside. Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw, yeah. So, but they're both the brothers are wrestlers, and they constantly force him to wrestle like they're holding him down. <laughs> he goes in and he looks he looks at his girlfriend and says, no, my brothers are actually UFC fighters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, this is crazy. <laughs> and they don't, and, and the rest of them don't have a lot of money, and, and they're he's well off, him mm. and, his, him and uh, Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. is, yeah, the, that's is the girl. Is. And so they're well off because they live in Chicago, New York, or whatever, and they're you know executive people. But so he gives them all the gifts. They're like, hey, it's time to exchange the presents. And it's like the one brother is kids are just like rednecks. And it's got, uh, I think it was, wasn't it like Jennifer Tilly or something that was one of them's wife? Yeah. And so she's sitting there and they're all like, John Favreau's wife. Yep. John Favreau's wife. 
The two hillbilly kids. He opens it up. He's like got like a, a flashlight with batteries, <laughs> and then because they ended up doing like a twenty dollar cap, mm. like for presents, and so he's like, "Well, here you're gonna love this gift." And Vince Vaughn gives the kid. It's like an Xbox, and he's like, "Where in the hell did you find an Xbox for twenty dollars?" <laughs> <laughs> and he like buys his dad like a satellite and a whole program but they, you know they're very simple people yeah. well, well the other kid he like hands him a present from it here this one's from your dad and he goes a flashlight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has to take all his clothes off he's like you don't love me daddy and takes off. she's like when he's upset he goes streaking <laughs> well, no, no, that's because he tells him his uh he's like oh the uh, santa, santa thing real. yeah he, yeah he tells him santa isn't real there and then everyone's there, everyone's like, staring at him they're like really <laughs> he goes oh you you did. You have told him. Come on. <laughs> Reminds me of Parks and Rec when Andy gets uh, like tired, upset. He just takes off his shirt and pants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's basically that would be the grown up version of this kid. <laughs> yes, but then they go to Vince Vaughn's mother's house, and oh. she ends up she's dating his friend from high school, and so he's like, he meets him. He's like, he's like, I don't want this to be weird. I just, I just want to be your friend. He's like, we were friends when I was in high school, and now you're banging my mom. It's a little weird. For me. <laughs> He's like, do you need some gas? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he keeps trying to be like the helping dad. It's yeah. like, we're the same age. Actually, I make a lot more money than you, so you yeah. can keep that. <laughs> you need gas money? I'll give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, dude, you got to understand, your mother, I don't see age. He's like, for, for her age, she's a very sexual being. He's like, oh, God. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. I just want to hear it. And, and so the safe word whenever they need to leave the house is mistletoe. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he's like, mistletoe, mistletoe. He's, mistletoe. he's just starts, mistletoe, mistletoe. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, they go to her parents' house, and her mom is uh, Mary Steenburgen. Yep. And it's like her and her sisters, they're all like cougars. Oh, they're all cougars. Mm. So, <laughs> and the mom's like loves the pastor. Uh huh. Was it Pastor Dan or something like yep. that? And it, it just goes on to a big thing, and they obviously all their, all their real I'm life. I'm looking up to see where I can stream this. Yeah. Like, I want to see this. All their out. family secrets are all revealed. It's on yeah, HBO first, Max. And if you can is find it? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Okay. I was going to say, if you can't find it anywhere, I do have I'm adding Blu-ray it for it, so you can borrow that. Um, so, well, the... <laughs> so I think all... her father was the only normal one. Yeah, he but they kinda... never really make it to his yeah, house. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, um, <laughs> they're going around, and because the the um, Reese Witherspoon's mom is dating this pastor, um, she said that, you know... They're not doing gifts this year. They like to give everyone a heartfelt gift, and and you know they don't want to be attached to the material thing. <laughs> so the little girl, the little niece, goes, "No presents? It sucks." <laughs> <laughs> so they sit in a circle and they're going around the room and they're saying, you know, what they'd like to be thankful for and what gift they would like. And then like they get to the grandma and she goes, "I would like to." Uh, get better in the way that I pleasure stand with my mouth yeah. <laughs> and then next is Vince Vaughn and he's she's like okay he's like I, I gotta follow grandma with that with the pleasing and, <laughs> and, and her one sister was the one that again it's a name that she's in a lot of stuff and I don't remember her, but she was in that uh, that movie with Danny DeVito uh Deck the Halls, where, yes. he, where he's trying to get all the crispy. Mm. The, 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 That's another good one too. That's with, hilarious. Uh, with Matthew Broderick on the yep. other side. Oh yes, that is hilarious. I saw those once, those twin daughters. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, because remember they, they they meet them, so they move. Have you seen that one? Well, a long time ago. Okay, so remember they go over to the house to meet them, and then the sisters come out, and he, she has that 
uh, picture of her naked. And so the little the son's like looking at you know I think he was what like eleven or something. Yeah. He's looking at the picture and she's like, oh, don't stare. And then the twin daughters come walking out, the twin blonde daughters, and he's like, look, and he's like, can I live here? <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of the movie Grown Ups, but David Spade has like this amazingly hot daughter yeah. that everyone's just like. No, that was Rob Schneider. Rob, Rob Schneider, Schneider yeah. that's right. Two. David Spade wanted to get with him. Two hot daughters. Yep. Yeah. And then the third one gets there, and they're like, oh, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I just, oh, I remember what it was, why the kids said that, though, because the twin daughters come out and they're like wearing a skimpy outfit, just like a, a winter jacket that comes just below their tips. It's ba- it's basically, you know, winter uh, bathing suit. Yep. Yeah. And she's <laughs> like, oh, that's the most clothes they've worn all year. And that's when the kids are like, can I live here? <laughs> <laughs> but that, the mother in that, that's what's yeah, yeah, she's the sister. sister in mm. that other movie. <laughs> but it's watch it it's really good it's really funny and it's your normal Vince Vaughn humor it's on my list now awesome uh, another good one well I mean he was also really good in Fred Claus too uh, yeah. Fred Claus is another go to for me it's, it's not a go to but I do enjoy it yeah I have to watch it now like each year because I watch all the others mm. but I grew to like that movie so much I think just Paul Giamatti did a great Santa Claus. Yes. Dude, the banter between him and Paul Giamatti when, oh. when he's like talking about going to dinner, he's like, I'm not going to dinner because the mother's supposed to be there. He's like, no, Fred, you're going to dinner. Going he's to like, di- no. He's like, did you read the book? It says, hey, ding, or Fred's not going to dinner. And he's like, oh, well, here's the sequel. It's like, who's at the door? Ding dong. It's Fred. It's Fred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and when they're trying to have the intervention and then it... I, it all goes to Paul Giamatti. It's like, your son has a weight problem. And I don't even want to mention what's going on in the bedroom. And then, and then the mom's just, Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells is coming her ears. Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates, yeah, yeah. And Kevin, Kevin Spacey was great in that, too. Oh, yes. That's the one of the best scenes in there. It's actually almost a little bit of a tearjerker, if you think about it. It's when he shuts him down, and then he... Realizes who he is. Santa Claus right. realizes yeah. who he is. He's like uh, uh, Clyde Archibald Northcutt. And he's yeah. like, you wanted a Superman cape. When you and then there. tells him his address. Yep. How, how do you yep. know that? He's like, but I didn't give you a Superman cape. And he's like, he's like, you think you'd be you know, like stronger because he's like, you know, you think you got no well, it's spider because tube? he had uh, glasses. And yeah, they called him Four Eyed Clyde. Yep. yep. He's like, you think you got a little angry when they beat you up? He's like, maybe you got into a fight or two. And he's like, so you thought that Superman cape would change everything? He's like, because Superman wore that. Or he's like, but Clark Kent wore glasses. And he's like, well, not when he turned into Superman. Yep. He didn't need those darn glasses. And he's like, it's such a good emotional moment. Yeah. I'm like, I'm watching it like. <laughs> and then he hands him the Superman cape. He's and like, he puts it on. He's like, I, I need you to cut the power back on yeah. Superman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Elizabeth Banks in that movie where the elf, uh, she was like. The, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the She's one the that head elf. little yeah. Willie yeah. Yeah. was all in love with. Who's another guy who's hilarious because he was the guy from, uh, he was in uh, Community. He was one of the, uh, which one was he? There are a lot of people in Community. I know, but it, not one of the main, main characters, but. Oh, he was the the weird teacher, the Carpe Diem one that failed him at the beginning. Like oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. He was also the brother, uh, this the brother-in-law from um, The Breakup. Yes. With Vince yep, and yep. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer yep. Aniston. Yeah, he was in the, the singing of the acapella yeah. group. <laughs> he ends up beating the shit yeah. out <laughs> You don't knock a kazoo out of a man's hand when he's in a funsy, funky groove. <laughs> <laughs> but that that is another good one. So Fred Claus. Yeah, I like Fred Claus. Um, Deck the Halls. I mean... I want to shift gears a little bit. Sure. We've talked about all these fantastic Christmas movies, but they're all bright, funny, and cheerful. 
kind of want to shift it to the darker end of Christmas movies. Okay. Have you guys ever seen a movie called Rare Exports? No. No. So it takes place in a little Norwegian village. It's all in subtitles. They're not speaking English. Speaking Norwegian, I guess. I don't know. But um, it's like a small little mining town. And they um, bring up this giant ball of ice. No one knows what it is. And then you um, you start to realize that Santa wasn't always this holly jolly stuff. It was a demonic demon monster thing. So inside this ice ball is just the real Santa. This monster behemoth type thing. And they figure it out, and then all the elves that Santa works with are actual just naked dudes that want to kill people to open that ice ball up to have him unleashed upon the earth. So there's a helicopter trying to lead the elves into the hole. They're trying to blow up the ice ball. It's actually a really good movie. (laughs) Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) And a Happy New Year. It is dark. (laughs) I can imagine (laughs) that. Krampus ain't got shit on this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of that, though, so there's a lot of horror movies that are Christmas-based. You know, you got... uh, Well, isn't the snowman Christmas-based? Yeah. The only snowman movie that's dark that I can think of is Jack Frost. Jack Frost. But I don't think that takes place during Christmas. It's just winter. Okay. You didn't watch, like, The Christmas Massacre? I mean, there's, like, a bunch of B-movie, like, horror movies that are all about, like, Christmas. And I... You gotta look some up, because I can't remember all the names. Like, I can think of them later, but, like, just trying to remember. But it's, like, you know, Santa's bloody... Bloody massacre, or like <laughs> the Jingle Bell Slaughterhouse. And it's like, there was a wow. movie on Netflix, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was basically three movies, um, just like an anthology, like three um, 45 minute movies. Um, and they were just really messed up um, Christmas movie. One was about Krampus, and, the, and he lives in a tree and he kills the mom and dad and the kid, blah, blah, blah. There's one where. Um, Santa's in his workshop, and all the elves turn into zombies, so he has to, like, murderize them. <laughs> like, he's got a shovel, wow. he's got a gun, he's got a sharpened candy cane, he's just going to town on these little creatures. <laughs> and there's a third one, and I can't remember what it was about, it was probably the worst one. The I liked the stories that they did, and it would have been a lot better if it would have, like, here's movie one, here's movie two, here's movie three. But what they did was, like, here's ten minutes of this movie. Here's 10 minutes of this movie. Here's 10 minutes of this movie. All right, we're going back to another 10 minutes of this movie, this movie. So, like, you would get, like, two or three scenes per movie, and then it would just swap to another story. Like, it was very hard to follow. And the huh. only one I really cared, like, I watched it for the, you know, um, Santa zombie movie. Mm-hmm. But I only got 10 minutes at a time. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I want them to re-release that, but I just wanted all in one cut. Like, yeah, I right. just want 45 minutes of the Santa zombies. Yeah. I thought that was a great concept. <laughs> Well, they had like a series of, there's multiple movies of it, sequels. It's Silent Night, Deadly Night, <clears throat> uh, Christmas Horror Story. Santa's Nantucket Sleigh Ride. <laughs> <laughs> right? uh, like, it's, this one has Christmas, but it's called Straight in the House, uh, Black Christmas, um, Merry Slaughter Christmas. Oh. Uh, I mean, there's a lot. Of, if you want to go like dark, I mean, there's a lot of. Rare exports is pretty dark. Yes. <laughs> But I, I do want to see some of these really bad B-movies about Christmas. Red Christmas? They're not even fun with the titles. They're just, we know it's bad. Just watch it. Yeah, basically. It's like Thanksgiving, but for Christmas. Yeah, I think they made like ah! four Silent Night, Deadly Nights. Oh. I think they did. And, and I mean, well, too, another one that some people kind of going back a little, tying in two themes, like, is it a Christmas movie, is it not? And darker, I mean, Gremlins. Yeah. Gremlins. Was, yeah. If you really look at Gremlins, it's yeah the it's first a dark one. movie. Uh, it's oh, on it's, Hulu. 
it's pretty uh it's pretty dark i mean but a lot of people especially don't when it's christmas or not it's also a little funny you know well yeah no, it's <clears> when they got gizmo as a christmas gift i'd call that a christmas movie yeah no i know that i'm saying but it's christmas in it but it's just like I consider it a Christmas movie, but I'm kind of tying it into the both themes, but yeah. it's also not yeah. the brightest movie in the world. No, I mean, no, 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 definitely not. You know, it's just, and it's actually, if you really go back and watch it, it's kind of grotesque. Like when the one gremlin blows up in the microwave, one's yeah. in the blender. I mean, you don't want to be sitting there eating an omelet and you're watching it. <laughs> no. It's like trying to eat spaghetti and watching ER. You yeah. just are, yeah. don't want to do that. Yeah. Eating anything yeah. watching ER. <laughs> it's like, who the hell was eating food watching ER? <laughs> I mean, it was dinner time when that show was on. And? Well, you either... Sometimes you had spaghetti for dinner. <laughs> TiVo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was then, not TiVo. around when ER was on. <laughs> VCR. <laughs> you can record. I was not wasting my precious cassettes on ER. You can record over it. <laughs> Only so many times. That tape wears out. I know. <laughs> well, uh, if I can switch gears back to, you know, <clears throat> the funny side. <laughs> the cheerful side <laughs> of Christmas. <laughs> Has anyone seen Office Christmas Party? Oh, yeah. No. Yes. Oh, That's it is. It is slowly replacing, coming into almost second of all-time favorite Christmas movies. Just of, so, the whole premise of it is they're at, um, they're at an office so TJ Miller is the head of this branch. Jennifer it's from Deadpool, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. okay. So Jennifer Aniston is his sister. So their father like opened up this uh, this tech company, and they have branches across the U.S. And you know, times are kind of hard. You know, it kind of it. So it's in 2016, and so it's kind of talking coming off the back end of the you know the the big housing market crash and jobs being scarce and stuff. So several branches have shut down. Well, he's trying to save his and Jennifer Anderson is trying to become the next CEO of the company, get voted. So she's cutting costs wherever she can to make sure the board's happy. Mm-hmm. So they reach their bottom line. And so she comes in that they're going to do, you know, they got to make changes and they're not going to have a Christmas party. Well, TJ Miller's trying to keep morale around. It's like, no, no, we're having a Christmas party. And he like empties in his inheritance, and has like a a bin, uh, like one of those um, like vortex wind um, phone booth things. Mm-hmm. So it says, "Come in here for your bonus," <laughs> <laughs> and it's just hundred dollar bills flying around. And it cuts on, and you catch as many as you can. <laughs> Come for your bonus. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and he's like, so the big premise of it is they're trying to set this business. With this one guy at another firm who does like, um, he's like the head of IT sales at this other firm. He's been, he's like one of the biggest guys in the industry. So they're trying to impress him. So they bring him there. And um, uh, a side note, one of the guys there at the party, he's kind of like a supervisor. He's a little nerdy. He ends up hiring a hooker to be his girlfriend. Because he's been telling his... If they're just a girlfriend, they're an escort. Exactly. (laughs) But, so he's been telling his, his friends that, hey, you know, um, my girlfriend's a model, blah, blah, blah. She <laughs> goes to all these photo shoots. That's why you never see her. So they think she, he made her up. Mm. So he ends up getting this hooker there. And she comes escort. in. Escort, excuse me. And she, well, no, she's actually a hooker. Oh. <laughs> because throughout the middle of the party, one of the guys comes up to him and goes, Hey, um, so uh, Phil here has a funny story about your girlfriend. Um, I'm sorry, she uh, 
she got cornered me in the bathroom. She was like, give me $10. I'll give you a handy. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry. I didn't know you guys were together. Right? <laughs> so I gave her $10. Yeah. <laughs> so the big thing that happens to the, to the guy they're trying to land is the business. So they have this snow machine. And it's got, you know, like you put this plastic bin in the back of it. And it spits out like the little fake snow flurry going around. Well, the escort. Side shocker <laughs> takes a bag of cocaine out that she's also trying to sell at the party and leaves it there. And then the HR lady comes by thinking it's like the stuff for the um, for uh, for the snow machine, and she puts it in there. And she's like, "Hmm, it's not going." So she starts jamming it and jamming <laughs> it in there. And finally, you hear it going, and then it goes like it, the fan points right at the guy, <laughs> and then you just go. <laughs> and his whole face is covered white. <laughs> He's like, oh man, you got snow blasted. He's like, why is it bitter? <laughs> so then it cuts to the party like 30 minutes later. It's starting to get out of hand. And this dude is going buck wild. <laughs> and there's some other stuff that goes on through there. But like the party in there, mm-hmm. in this, and they do it in their own office building, it gets demolished. <laughs> it is so awesome. It's awesome. That's another. I, I enjoyed that one. Like I'll watch that one a, a couple mm-hmm. times. I don't. I don't have it, but I have watched it. Um, I would say another one that I was kind of, kind of similar to, funny but crazy is a uh, Harold and Kumar. Yeah. Very, very merry Harold and Kumar Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw it in theaters just because I've seen the other two and they were actually pretty funny. Yep. But that movie bummed me out. It was nowhere near as funny as I thought. Oh, it's it would not. Be. It's not near as funny. It's like watching Hangover Three or something. Yeah. It's like it's you're writing the same. Uh, you know, same formula again, yeah. over and over again. The only thing I liked about that movie is, you know, um, Danny Trejo. Well, as the father, better be, better be NPH. <laughs> but you know that like um, musical, rich little girl who threw the Christmas party, and she was just a complete monster of a person. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> she was from a television show that I was really into um, back then called Eureka, and I just it was a wildly different character. And I was like, yeah, okay, you got range, girl. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, no, she was trying to rape us. Yeah, she's actually doing the raping, sir. <laughs> yeah, she was the, the Russian mob boss's daughter or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. But, of, like, the moment, like, it's standard Christmas movie. The moment the parents left, she's like, get the fuck out of my party, you dumb bastards. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just love the whole the whole Neil Patrick Harris in it, and he's doing the big musical. And then afterwards, he brings one girl back. He's like, oh, let's, let's practice in the back. And he's, you know. You're gay, and, and she's oh like, yeah, because he had his husband there. Yeah, and they get off stage, and they're like, "All right, get the fuck over there." And then, <laughs> it's great though because he brings her in, in his in his changing room, and she's like, "You know, you, let me get you a massage. You look a little tense." And she's like, "All right." He's like, "Come on, we're girlfriends. It's all right." And he's like, "Let me just undo your bra." And he's like, "Oh, oh, that happened." And then <laughs> and then he starts jerking off, and she's like laying on her stomach, and he's like, "He's like, I'm gonna put just a little bit of lotion on you." And it's about, you know, two three minutes, and she's like, "Wait, what are you doing?" She's like, "Shut up!" And he's 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 like, "Just gets angry about it." And she kicks him off, and she's like, "I thought you were gay." He's like, "I'm gay, gay for that pussy." Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. So if you don't like the movie just uh, just for that reason alone, and then he's talking to him like, "What the fuck, Neil?" He's like, "You were shot dead," and he's telling the story about how he got out. Yeah, and then he's like. He's like, why are you telling people you're gay? And it goes on and on, and then they go to leave, and he's like, all right, boys, see you in the next one. 
I just remember in the first one when they meet up with him at White Castle and he's like, yeah, I said dick move. My <laughs> bad. <laughs> Here's your keys. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go for a burger? Yeah, fur burgers. <laughs> yeah. I follow him on Instagram. He is like a loving family. So when I see him in roles like that, it's like, that's... No. Wait, wait. <laughs> like well, him, his husband, and his two kids, like, oh, that's adorable. And then I see him in Harold and Kumar, like, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> completely different character. <laughs> acting. <laughs> yeah, acting. It's like the Barney version from How I Met Your Mother, just that's able to say more, you know, things. more dirty yeah, things. Yeah, more dirty things. And, but I mean, come on, the Waffle Bots? You know, like the little Waffle Robots? I've only seen it once, so, so you got to remind me what the Waffle Bots are. It's, like. it's literally a robot that just makes waffles. And, oh. like, Kumar is, like, in love. He's like, I love you, Waffle Bot. He's like, he makes all And he's like, Kumar. He's like, Waffle Bot, love Kumar. He ends up saving him of... at the end or something. He's like, thanks, Waffle Bot. Reminds me of Rick and Morty, where Rick just creates a little robot. <laughs> and to, like, pass him butter, he's, he's bring, the robot brings him butter. And he's like, what is my purpose? It's like, you pass butter. Oh. <laughs> and then just gets like super sad immediately. <laughs> well, the, speaking of NPH, though, it just recently did a new movie, a Christmas movie, uh, Eight Big Christmas. Christmas. Yep. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. I liked it. It was cute. Yeah, it's it a cute movie, very much like a Christmas movie. Yeah. Also, uh, we'll be in the new Matrix. Yep. Yes. Yes. Watch that. Like, cut it out of the, like the actual <laughs> film. It's just in the trailer. I will punch something. Yeah, that, that's that's all he's in is that two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No NPH. <laughs> what the hell? But I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen Eight Bit Christmas yet? No. So it it's is worth the watch. Yeah, it's it, it's a cute movie. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a wholesome movie. He tells his daughter the story of she wants a cell phone. He's not getting it for her because he doesn't feel like she's ready for it. But then he tells her the story about how he wanted a Nintendo, the original Nintendo. In the 80s. In the 80s. So, yeah. But it's very much like a Christmas story he's got. But just set three decades later. Yeah, right. So yeah. it's <laughs> a Christmas kid, story that's all he's 2020 that's yeah. talking about 1985. Yeah. And Christmas story is 1985 talking about like 1950-something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's basically the same. It's just about a kid and he's telling his daughter the story and it goes back into the past. And his <laughs> parents and his father's... Uh, was it Steve Zahn? I think is his name. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, hadn't, been a, he hadn't been in anything in a long time. Yeah, but, you know, he was in uh, that thing you do and mm-hmm. uh, that uh, Joyride movie and stuff. He's been in a bunch of stuff. But yeah, I haven't seen him in anything, and all of a sudden I saw him in this, and I'm like, what? But he plays the father who's just basically kind of a little grumpy, mm-hmm. you know. But he's also j- almost just like the dad in a Christmas story, where he's like got his grumpy moments, but then he's got his loving moments at the same time. But he's still the same guy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you haven't seen it though. Definitely worth a listen. I know we're running out of time, so like we did with the Halloween story um, episode, I just wanted to ask you guys, what's your favorite part about Christmas? Like, what? Why do you like Christmas so much? Me, it's the atmosphere. I, I love all combined into one. It's the, the lights, the, the weather outside, the music that's on the radio. It's just a, I don't know, it uplifts my spirits a little bit. Okay. Um, I mean, it may sound sappy at all, but, you know, I, I think it's just the the giving part. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the one time of year that, you know, people actually do think about other people. Like, you know, cop will pull you over and, uh, sir, you know why I got you, you know, speeding. You know what? Just go home. It's Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, um, or even, you know, go into a bar like, you know, your somebody else's drink gets put on your tab and they're like, hey, man, I'm so sorry. Look, sorry. Tell him his, his thing's covered. It's Christmas. You know, people buy stuff. On, I mean, they. I know they do it often throughout the year. But like, you go through the line at uh, um, Starbucks or something like that, and you, hey, you know what? I'll get the guy behind me. Or yeah. you know, 
And so, I will say I was a little selfish when I was a kid, but once I got my first job and like, I was able to, you know, buy other people gifts, then I was like, oh my god, giving is just as good as receiving. No, no. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you're a kid, it's all about receiving. <clears throat> and you don't understand how that yeah. atmosphere works. And that's okay. Because you can't yet go out and provide for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I see yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I was still like that in my Dude, 30s. when I was five, I had a full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> that's Chuck. That's all I had. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think to your point, uh, Gavin, when you said that Bill Murray and Scrooge said it best, he's when he's doing that speech at the end, he's like, for a couple hours out of the whole year, we are the people we always wish we could be. Mm. Yeah. And then he goes, he's like, and it's a miracle. He's like, it really is. And blah, blah, blah. And he goes on. But I think that's just a good way of putting that. So I think he said it best. Yeah. Uh, for me, God, there's so many things about the holidays. Um, personally, I just like, for me now... It's more the memory. So mm. everything that brings up memory. So I put up the tree. I get out the Santa suit. You know, I'll go out. People are singing. Um, caroling. Caroling. You know, but there's a place I used to go to that's actually not here anymore. It was called Antonio's. It was an Italian restaurant. And a lot of the regulars now go to Courtside. <laughs> but every Christmas, um, all the regulars that would go in there, they hand out like a couple nights before Christmas or around mm. the season, usually a week before maybe. They'd all meet up, and we'd all be in the bar. It's a restaurant bar, but we would all be sitting at the bar, and they'd hand out sheet music to everybody, and everybody would just sing. And we'd all sing together. And it was such a cool little thing. Um, But just going out, seeing the lights. Um, So for me, what I love about it now is reliving the traditions that were created when I was younger. So Mm -hmm. when I was younger, we'd sit around and watch the Christmas movies. We'd go around and look at the Christmas lights, uh, decorating the tree. Um, Again, just you just feel better. Yeah, yeah. You know, overall, uh, watching someone open that gift that you put so much thought into. Not not maybe that it's expensive. Right. <clears throat> but, you know, just, like, it's what they want and yes. it's going to make them happy. Yes. Even sometimes if you get them something that, like, you know, they not something that they wanted, but you, like, guessed right. Like, mm. you know who they are and they're like, you know, there's no way that I'd have went out and bought this. Didn't matter what it costs, like, mm. 10 bucks, 50 whatever. There's no way I'd have went out and, you know, spent the money on this, but you knew I liked this, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. thought of me when you saw it, so that's yeah. that's the cool thing. Oh, yeah. And it's also, like, family stuff, too, like, not to get sappy, too, but mm-hmm. when I was younger, obviously a lot of these people aren't around anymore due to time and age, yeah. but, you know, every year I'd make cookies with my grandmother, mm-hmm. and we'd spend the whole day, because we'd make them for the entire family, because that's where we always did Christmas Eve, was at my grandparents' house, Christmas Day at mm-hmm. our house, um... But the whole family would get together on Christmas Eve with my grandparents, and we'd do almost like two Christmases. That's where all the family, aunts, uncles, mm. cousins, grandparents, they all gave you your gifts, or you exchanged gifts with them. And then Santa came the next day to your house. And obviously, when you get a little bit older, you know, there's still gifts, but they're coming from your parents now. Yeah. Um, Mine still come from Santa. Okay. I don't know boy, where your guys' gifts come from. Oh, well, I moved around so much. I mean, he, he probably just yeah, lost your yeah, address. The DMV, I haven't changed my address yeah. recently again. So, yeah. Uh, so just, you still live in Pensacola. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Um, but no, it's just like stuff That's like that. That's where the jury summons went too. <laughs> <laughs> but just doing that and then do the, uh, you know, Italian cookies and stuff. And yeah. so it's all the little traditional stuff. Mm-hmm. So I still try to do, even though most of the time, even if I do it by myself, um, you know, I'll maybe one night go out and just drive around and look at Christmas lights or, mm-hmm. you know, turn it on. Yeah. Usually I have people to do that with, but, um, so that's the part <clears> for me. It's almost like, I don't really have to do anything, but just remember it. Yeah. Or just do one small thing, and it brings back the memory. So for me, it's the memories of childhood, because I'm far from a child anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah. That's awesome. So, no, good question, though, man. Uh, 
And at this point now, we are about out of time. <laughs> so uh, that went really quick, and it's, yeah. it's hard not to make time go by. Yeah, time goes by fast when you're having fun, and it's fun talking about Christmas. So it really is. Um, again, everybody, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, um, Happy Hope, Hanukkah. Yep. Happy Kwanzaa. Yep. Yippee uh, motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever your belief system is, happy that. Um, <laughs> hope you guys have a great holiday. Uh, enjoy the giving. I uh, hope you get stuff that you really want and spend some good time with your family and friends. And uh, that's it for Movie Talks and Chill. For Movie Talks and Chill, we are your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Gavin Butts. And I'm Patrick Wall. <laughs> All right, everybody, take care. Don't forget, guys, you can visit us at our website, movietalksandchill.com. Email us at talk to us at movietalksandchill.com or find us on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Movie Talks and Chill. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, coming soon to Apple Podcasts, Castbox, and Overcast. New episodes available every Wednesday. Talk to you then.